Hey folks, it's Don, your previous Hexgrid Heroes GM here. Uh, had some weird tech issues. Uh, not quite sure what happened uh, at the end of the year when we were recording these. Uh, it's probably all my fault, to be honest with you. But um, we're going to get into it. But to uh, summarize what happened last time, a group of people in separate ships all landed on a strange world and are investigating what the hell's going on on this planet of Ether. So I'm going to play the promo for this arc right now before we jump right into the uh, episode two. Uh, sorry about the confusion. I take full responsibility for it. I hope this will be some of the last that we have of these issues. But uh, here we go. Hexgrid Heroes presents First Echo, a Metroid-inspired Starfinder game. The Galactic Federation has detected space pirate activity in the Dasha system and are sending detachments to the area. Those familiars surmise that the space pirates only camp out on planets for one reason. Phazon. Our party heads to Ether, the last known location of the space pirates, to make their fortune. Will they fall prey to the heavily biotech-modified space pirates? Be hindered by the Galactic Federation skirmishes? Confounded by the Luminoth architecture and technology? Or is there something darker on Ether? Find out wherever you get podcasts. Um, but yeah, so what happens is the nanites that make up my arm detach from being my arm basically uh, off of the metal frame that makes up the actual part of me uh, and forms the cannon now if i recall because i haven't kept up with uh, the new stuff this is like the new class right this is a new class yes nanosite not the precog I don't know if y'all have had a chance to look at Nanosite, but I've not. It's actually really cool. Is it uh, which book is it in actually? Uh Techrev? No. Is um, it still a playtest? No, it's not a playtest anymore. It's officially released now. It's in Tech Revolution. Oh, I have that book. I just haven't read it yet. <laughs> it I'm basically a you I mean, you've seen uh, Naruto. I'm basically Shino. Yeah. Well, I'm actually just thinking literally Cyborg, because that's kind of how he rolls. But yes, I know who you're talking about. Well, no, because Shino, it's bugs just form around him. They He's really a walking cannons. Hive. He doesn't really produce cannons, though. No, but this is also sci-fi Shino. <laughs> Cyborg, his arm just transforms into the gun from the nanites in his body. So think of a hybrid of the two. Okay, so bugs that transform into a cannon. What are nanobots, if not little mechanical bugs? Exactly. They're little mechanical robots. They're oh. me. Mal is uh, packing up this cannon, this mining tool, uh, with a little bit of effort, and he'll he'll um, he'll put a hand on uh on Ace's other shoulder and say, well, I don't think there's any need for hostilities here. We're all a bit jumpy due to our situations. 
My name is Mal. Do you know either of these two? Can't say I do, but I didn't know you either. It, it, it's all right. We're, we're we're not here to harm you, right, lady? N no, no. I have I have no real intention of harming them but, unless unless they they shoot first. But but I I would ask, what what are you all doing here? Originally, I was supposed to be here for a uh, ecological survey, a bit of a study of the flora and fauna this planet has to offer. Unfortunately, my ship and a hefty majority of my crew are no longer with us. Oh, that's a, that's a sad. I came, I was alone. And I, I, I do I do have a crew, but um, I, I decided to strike out on my own for this one. So they are all hopefully okay. But I'm sorry to hear that. And, and you, and you, sir, with the large uh, arm cannon. I I will um, release the nanites, and they start reattaching to my metal frame to become basically the muscle that makes up my arm again, as the cannon dissipates. And uh, I will just say, I was looking for an archaeological site on this planet. It sounds like everyone's here for their own uh, reasons. Uh, y yes, uh, well, it, it seems we're all in a bit of a pickle uh, here, and um, I, I think it best if we um, probably probably stay to stay, stay together. You know, maybe watch each other's backs and. You know, just make sure no one gets into anything that they'll never be able to come out from. I mean, sticking to be sticking together would make sense. I mean, it is safer that way. Yes, yeah, safer is the optimal term there. Uh, I think my new friend here, uh, my new friend here, d is not much of a fighter. Well, so. I'll have you know, I've done quite a number of um, fitness defense courses. You know, uh, kung fu, jazz, yoga. Yes. <laughs> I'm not much of a fighter either, so... I do what I need to do. What the hell is kung fu? Kelly will make a, like, a little stance, you know, with ar his arms up. Jazz fingers. <laughs> uh, well... While we're all here, uh, if we are going to be working together uh, in order to defend ourselves against any of the minor ecological issues we may run into, would you mind if I uh, link up with you with my uh, my micro lab? And I tap the little kid I have like on a chest vest. L link up? What do you mean by that? Oh, it just lets me. Uh, check your vitals, make sure you're, uh, you know, not dying or poisoned or anything of the sort. Um, if you've got engineering, Ama, you can make it. Uh, do I have engineering? I don't think I have engineering. I don't have engineering, firstly, to figure out what the hell he's doing. Uh, same thing, Kelly, since I assume the offer was leveled at you as well. Yeah, it's offered towards everyone. I can hit, uh, technically eight people. <clears throat> uh, that's a, uh, 21 for me. 
I, you know how micro labs and, and I assume this is a class feature, Eric. Yep. Or is it an level item? one custom micro lab? Yeah. So uh, you know how micro labs work and biohackers in general. It shouldn't be any threat to you. Uh, let me ask, uh, how invasive is it? Does it tell you just your current condition or does it tell you biofunctions overall? Mm, well, for the most part, it just tells me uh, basic conditions you're in and makes it a bit easier for me to treat any um, harmful conditions that might be affecting you. Uh... And this is also in this part, particularly for the GM. Does it tell your location? No. Uh, that okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, does it? No. Um, no. It's mostly just a med kit and chem out uh chemalizer. It's just uh, while we're attuned, I basically can see like, oh, they're poisoned, or oh, they're bleeding. But it's just if you're within 60 feet of me, so. All right. Kelly will, it's like, well, I have just met you, but um, yeah, sure. I mean, that, that 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 should be fine. And it, while custom, it doesn't look like there's any harmful modifications. You rolled pretty well. Uh, yeah, mo mostly mm, just wanted to check to see if it would um, do basically almost like a scan on me. Probably, probably not much more than like an OSAT monitor or something. Okay, yeah. as long as it's not getting too much information. No, I, I don't. It's like heart rate and harmful conditions. I don't need Obviously. him. Um, I don't need him selling my uh, medical history I online know. afterwards. That's just what's <laughs> you know. That's just why I, I like suspicious. Uh, I mean, the the pirate <laughs> would. The why pirate do you think would. the pirate is suspicious? <laughs> oh. Takes me to know one. Oh, it's not invasive at all. It's, uh, I'm, uh, well, uh, here. Uh, I'll take a couple more steps forward and kind of open it up and show you the readouts and, uh, speak telepathically. Uh, I find it harder to, well, most people find it harder to, bluff or or lie or try and deceive telepathically uh, I can assure you this is simply for personal benefits to try and avoid any pitfalls we might run into okay 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 I'll say it loud rather than in my head uh, although I do find that's a little weird uh, okay fine uh, go ahead and do whatever it is you're gonna do it's all good slaps a Nicorette patch on you that's it <laughs> I don't know, that's Eric. Great. That's up to you. I was just being stupid. Pulls out a giant fucking needle. No. No. It, it's no. a. Yeah, oh, it this was just like, in the way. <laughs> my COVID booster. No needles. It just no does a little needles. like. <laughs> just does a little physical okay. scan. Just beep, 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 ding. Technically, it takes 10 minutes, but... Well, then it takes 10 minutes, and we just stand here for 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. Because I assume you're going to do or 30. I mean, what's the range? Do, do they have to be adjacent to you while you do it, or can they just uh, be within range? They have to oh, be within, well, like, 60 we can walk in time. Okay. Then, yeah, y'all could do that while you were walking. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of... Speaking of walking, uh, you might... 
uh, get an inclination to when all of your comm units receive a sudden ping uh, from a basic location data upload uh, that designates in roughly the area of the crashed freighter. Um, it does very obviously have a GFS tag sign. Wait, is this the one the distress the distress call we get? Um, it is not this. It is not the same, but it bears similar um, similar settings. Um, and those of you that have um, any, do any of you have any alternate communications systems? I don't believe so. I can. Uh, what do you mean by alternate? Um, any kind of technology that could potentially pick up a signal. Uh, just my visor. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless it's infrared, because I do have infrared vision. Um, you do notice an infrared pulse then coming from the direction of, like, brief pulses coming from the direction of the uh, freighter. Okay. My uh, nanites can become a system-wide comm unit. I mean, that, that, that would work. That would just be a higher scale version of what you have, like, in your visor, though. Or in the, uh, uh, any commune or data. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if y'all had like shortwave or something, it comes through on there and that would probably give you a, a bonus to figure out what exactly is going on. But if you don't, um, DJ, uh, on the other hand, Kelly can make an engineering check. Um, uh, that's an 18 on the die. I'm hot tonight. Uh, plus 14. So t- 32 again. Oh, 34 okay. this time. All right, so you know that this that this um, most likely uh, this is coming from an yeah Omni Compact. So these are uh, very expensive, sort of uh, relatively short range co- short range comm units that uh, produce uh, signal in as many potential forms as possible from. Um, standard communicator array, shortwave radio, infrared emission, uh, subspace transfer, uh, uh, quantum pulse uh, communication, uh, all sorts of shit. So basically, if there is a communication system nearby, chances are an Omnicompact will hit it and, and translate through. So are these mostly used as like emergency beacons? Uh, they are used as emergency beacons and uh, comm units usually when in unfamiliar terrain. Uh, it does have a GFS tagline and uh, GFS uh, um, ships are all equipped with at least All right. one. Uh, I was like, ooh, um, I do believe I uh, see a transmission coming from um, the wrecked vessel uh, that I was uh, hoping to investigate. Yes, I agree. I look at Mal and Ace, and I will say, are you two planning on going to the wreckage there? We all need parts for our ships, after all. Yes, I will have to go. I have to ensure that everyone is safe before I can follow the rest of my protocols. I, uh, I did get wind of this distress call, uh, back when we were... Uh, trying to land, I thought we might check it out briefly, but now that we're, well, missing ships, it does seem practical to investigate a bit. 
Alright, I guess we stick together then. And, and just for the players, um, just for the players, uh, so, um, DJ, I believe you ran a successful scan that identified multiple ships. Uh, this leaves currently two unidentified ships, uh, for when you scanned. That would be the one north of you and north-northeast of you, uh, from your original scan, and Carol, this would leave uh, the ones to the south and north-northeast of you uh, from your original scan as unidentified as the ship in the hole, which is visible if you have dark vision, for example, or uh, it's, it's not even in the dark, there's a chasm above it. Uh, there's one there, and uh, you can all see the freighter. How far like, away is where it? it hit. Just um, probably about two more miles. Okay, so it's gonna be a bit of a walk. But not too bad. Yeah. And you plan uh, you planned out a map which terminates about a half mile from the freighter. Cool. Cool cool. Okay. Um I guess we go. Okay. Does any reason anybody has any objections? Mm, Once nope. we get within about a mile, I of the uh, the wreckage, I should be able to get a clearer picture of what's going on with it. With uh, Nuramon just around in his giant backpack. Yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, the fucking uh, Anasinoi has like one of those like three-story fucking backpacks. Yeah, one of those like huge camping packs. Like you're gonna hike the Appalachian Trail. That's what it looks like. <laughs> he's uh, he's carrying like eleven bulk worth of shit. Holy crap! <laughs> but uh, from out out of one of the pockets, uh, he pulls this long yellow and black sniper rifle out of it. it says, "Uh, oh, hopefully I'll only need the scope for it, but." I'll at least be able to get a better look. Oh, I think I have... Let me check here. Fucking bag just has a sniper rifle pocket. Just... Like... <laughs> I think I have binoculars, too. Oh, no, I dropped those for the scope. Never mind. I feel yeah. like I should have a spyglass. <laughs> but I don't believe that exists in this reality in the gear section. I mean, I'm sure spyglasses exist. It's called binoculars. No, 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 an old pirate's spyglass. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, it's called binoculars monocle. one to it. <laughs> there you I, go. I, all I can picture is Bender for that. Yeah, if you want to set up and take a look around when you get about a mile closer, um, let me describe what you walk through, and we'll get to that. Perfect. Um, so you continue through these arid sort of uh, Mesa Canyon structures, uh, following the map that Ama had made, uh, quite handily, uh, for that entire, uh, distance, uh, you don't run into any major physical obstacles, uh, there are some more of those tree hopper looking things that, uh, you spotted before, Kelly, um, and they kind of just mind their own business, they're not particularly, uh, concerned with your presence unless you stray too close. Uh, it, it looks like there's relatively little around here. Uh, you do come across uh, a small stream to, uh, at which there are a couple of, um, 
bird-like creatures with um, almost sort of like a dorsal fin-like thing on their back, but uh, they fly off long before you get to them. Um, and Can I do a, a quick life science check to see yes. if this water is potable? Yes. Yes, you can. What's up? Nine is 29. Um, so it contains trace elements of some unidentified material. Uh, but as far as you can tell, for sh the short term, it should be fine. Uh, long term, just like the atmosphere, it might have some negative effects. I, I'll make a little note on my visor map. And, uh, okay. Uh, good news is we should be able to drink this water at least for the time being but we might want to boil it first moving on you're sure that toxic waste from like crash ships is not getting in there right uh, now I would think especially given how some of the ships had larger crews uh, unless absolutely evaporated or destroyed in the crash that there's probably a decent amount of supplies for simply four of us uh, amongst the various ships. I mean, I would assume like, you know, my ship or uh, um, uh, uh, Amalia's ship probably has a decent amount of emergency supply because obviously we're in space. We're going to be there for a while. Um, although, actually, I don't even know uh, if they would have um, synthesizers or whatnot, possibly. I, I think uh, Mal had a synthesizer. Yeah, I bought a synthesizer. So yeah, just take dirt and synthesize it and this stuff. <laughs> well, it takes UPBs, so. Dirt. I mean, if you've got a pocket full of UPBs, you're welcome to try. <laughs> sure, we can are... find things around here. We can break into UPBs. Wouldn't know. I uh, never really got a hang for crafting. Not my style, personally. Well, then... I mean, I don't know. I wasn't planning on staying here for a very long time, uh, given the ship's conditions, though. I guess we might be here for a little while, but I'm sure if we put our uh, minds to it, we can scrap some things together and um, uh, find our way off this um, planet. That sounds like a plan. I, I think it definitely is uh, best if we work on that uh post haste so that we don't uh, find ourselves running on empty at any time soon. Well, let's keep going. Yorp. So you get to about the mile mark uh, where you feel like you could make use of your scope. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check and does your scope do anything special? Uh, it gives me a plus one to perception. Okay. Unless you see it high range. Yep. This is a sniper scope. Uh, oh, it was almost a 14. Instead, it's a 6. Uh, perception is 25. Okay, so sweeping the area of the crashed freighter, um, it doesn't look good. Um, as far as you can tell, it's difficult with the angle, but as far as you can tell, the bridge is probably just gone, or rather smeared across the side of a mesa. Um... <laughs> But most of the rest of the ship seems more or less, you know, physically intact. You don't know about 
their actual functional status at all. But uh, you do take notice of a small uh, vehicle and two figures in some sort of silvery armor uh, poking around the edge of the ship. Mm, does it resemble space pirate armor? With the 25? No, it doesn't resemble space pirate armor. Give me a culture check. That's good. Culture. 16... 34. Um, it takes you a minute of looking, but you're able to suss out that it's most likely standard issue Federation survival armor uh, uh, and tactical. Uh, so they look like Federation troops. Uh, well, I don't think anyone who is piloting that ship is uh, going to be of any help to us. By the way, that ship was your ship. Oh, that was my ship? Yes, that was your ship. Oh, well, uh, stand by what I said. Yeah. Uh, no, sad. <laughs> Ugh. Well. Oh, wait, that is your ship? That we are going to steal parts off of for our ships? Oh. I just kind of smile. Like, smile pretty. I mean, it isn't really my ship. It's the ship I was stationed on, but... Uh, it does seem like someone's, well, uh, some, uh, some federal agents seem to have gotten there as well. They seem to be checking it out. Uh, hmm. Do we know what they possibly want with it? Are they looking for you? Uh, only if they're looking for survivors, but... I mean, my ship was not a militaristic or anything. We're a research vessel, so. Um, you could make another culture check. I can try. Can I make one based off of what he's telling uh, telling me? Yeah, a anybody okay. can make these. Uh, I'm just prompting. Uh, feel free to request checks. Um, you got a 26, you said? 27, Ooh. thank you. 27. Okay. I've got, on culture... That's a big, that's two big numbers I have to figure, figure out. That's, I think that's a 32. 13 okay. and 19 is 32, right? Yep. Okay, so... 29 for Kelly. All right. So the 27 and 29 know that um, if able, uh, Galactic Federation troops will investigate the site of any sort of significant disturbance within their jurisdiction. Um, crashed ships would likely be uh, among those. And obviously there was one that probably uh, caught notice a little bit more than the others. Um, so that this seems like standard protocol um, if, if, uh, if a force is able to spare the members uh, to go investigate such a thing. Um, you do find that it's a, probably a little unusual that there are only two sent out for such an investigation. Usually a contingent of six to eight would be sent uh, to ensure security. Uh, however, you also know that there was a distress beacon on this uh, world prior to your own landings. Um, the 32 um, would get all of that. Plus, um, uh, you would have to guess that... Um, if there's only two people 
that the force that they're with has to be 20 people or less. Um, probably less, because um, there's some contingencies for sending people out on somewhat risky business. And uh, there are actual, like, um, loadouts for specific uh, situations, like, you know, being understaffed for such a matter, but still needing to investigate due to potential survivors or um, assets that need to be acquired. So you would guess that their total crew is 20 or less. Okay. And is it possible they could be on the ship and we just don't see them? Um, it, that is possible, um, but probably unlikely given that um, uh, the orientation of the ship it would be difficult to uh, access. Okay, so the legitimately is like two people there. Uh, unless out. a couple of, unless there were more and they moved really quickly um, because it was maybe 15 minutes ago when uh, you got the, the, when you got the location pulse. Uh, which stored the locate, which uh, sent out location data. Okay. So yeah, that's what y'all see. Do you wish to continue? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. No okay. clear or present danger. So. Uh, the Federation members. Do we um see any type of outgoing signal from them? Um, I think every five minutes or so they send out another location pulse. Uh, but other than that, no, they don't seem to be doing much long-range communication. And they continue to do so with the uh, Omnicom pack. So you you see the infrared pulses every five minutes. All right, so we're not heading towards them. Is that the plan? Or are we heading towards them? I think heading towards them is the plan so far. Yeah. Um, okay. At least from two party members. How's Ace feel about all this? Uh, <clears throat> Ace's protocol is just making sure that uh, all of these people get off of this island or this planet safely so that I can resume my tasks. Uh, Kelly? Uh, Kelly is fine with it. Um, obviously, he has some other interests, but who knows? That might lead him to his other interests. Okay. Um, I mean, you if you are here to make inspections of the uh, Federation... Uh, goings on here, a couple of Federation members would probably be good for that. True. So, so. Sounds like a good idea. So, traveling on, after not too much longer, you run out of map. So, I need a survival check. Or, is survival still a skill? <laughs> in Starfinder? Just not allowed okay. to survive anymore in the future. <laughs> <laughs> they renamed some of the stuff. Oh wow! I will. I made, I made the roll anyways, even though I don't not trained at it, uh, and I'm not good at it. And I rolled a nat twenty for yeah, a twenty. I, I don't have. Hey. Okay. Much in hey. Make, making a best guess of twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. Not a twenty five. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, you all pass. You all agree on a direction. Uh, that's like like the back ends here, but that looks like a good route right there. Right up that canyon there. And so you follow it. <laughs> um, and yeah, there will even be like a general grade. Uh, posing your question. Uh, well, I'll pose it out loud then. 
So oh, I, the I, listener, I was going to say, okay. no, it's right. I'll pose yeah, it a lot so the listeners can hear it. So I was thinking, you did say to, uh, after um, Kelly made that check last time, uh, that he knows that I'm a wanted space pirate. Uh, do I have to worry much about Federation walk? I assume this um, this is like law enforcement um, type stuff. Uh, or are um, they? they they're more of a military, but they can yeah. fill that role if needed. Um, do I need to be worried about these guys? Uh, are you going to introduce yourself to them uh, legitimately and honestly? Um, um, well, that's a question. Do I need to worry about these guys busting me uh, and and need to come um, up with the Sounds like a yes. <laughs> Situationally speaking, maybe not. This is more of a survival situation, and I, I think they would play survival above apprehending okay. a criminal. But That's... you might just still want to play it. I will. I'll probably just, you know, hmm, I'll think about it as we approach, and probably right. not be not say try to interact too much. Okay. So. um you get up this gentle grade uh, towards the top of a, like, once crumbled canyon uh, and see the freighter sitting maybe 500 feet away. Um, <clears throat> you see the small land vehicle uh, that it's basically like a buggy um, and the uh, Federation, the two Federation troops there, if any of you are not sneaking, uh, they will take notice of you fairly quickly. Um, are we sneaking? Mal yeah. is certainly not sneaking. Also, okay. I realized my survival should have been a plus four. I have a navigator's kit. Okay. <laughs> I just did it naturally, man. <laughs> you found Sorry, the right you don't have tools. Anyway. <laughs> I just rolled uh, a nat 20, that's all. Mal is definitely just walking up. Um, Kelly has no reason to hide in this situation. Yeah. I just kind of lag a little bit behind them. Ace, uh, you doing anything? Uh, I was gone for a minute. What did anything happen while I was like? Was AFK? Um, Y'all just we ate you. Were you here for the spotting of the troops? This there there are two Federation troops that they spotted near the ship. Uh, yeah, when I stepped away, it was everyone saying that they were going to continue forward. That That's all that happened. Uh, the others rolled for survival to, you know, navigate appropriately beyond the edge of the map. Um, and that that's pretty okay, much it. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't miss anything up. then. Uh, I mean, Ace has no reason to be stealthy. Uh, very shortly thereafter, um, as you approach, uh, your comm units will... Uh, will be hit with an uh, emergency channel broadcast, which overrides communication restrictions. And just like you there, you four coming up the uh, coming up the grade there. Um, are you all right? Did you crash too? Are you from this ship? Uh. Anybody can respond. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, uh, we are we are uh, individuals that have all landed on this planet in one form of another, and uh, yes, uh, we're looking to uh, uh, for assistance. And how are you? Uh, 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 yes, um, yes, over here. Anybody else have responses? 
I'm okay. not saying much of it. I'm, I'm going to let them respond, especially since yeah, it is somebody's right. ship, uh, too. I will say, have you crashed on this planet? Oh, wait for a response. Yes, we're we're also... <laughs> okay. Uh, we're also downed to... Uh, do any of your ships still have functional primary thrusters? Did mine? Uh, if I remember no, right, okay. if I remember right, mine did, but it's wedged in the uh, the chasm. Your yours had a forward thruster, but no uh, tertiary or secondary thrusters. Like you can't control yours whatsoever. It it just goes in a straight line, and it's in the ground. <laughs> My thrusters are inefficient for leaving this planet. All right. Uh, so, Mal, you want to go ahead? Yeah. Uh, greetings. This is Mal, Science Officer 2406, from the current ship that you are investigating. I'm uh, fairly afraid that thrusters are not going to be very sufficient on it, but the four of us, at the very least, are okay. Are you injured at all? I can provide aid in that matter. Myself and Corporal Jenkins are alright. We do have some injured back at the ship, though. and We'd appreciate the assistance. Uh, did you have any additional crew on the ship? There should be approximately seven other Anasinois on the ship as well as if he's still there one Stylemander named Jeffrey Stylemander? It's it's, it's legitimately a tiny little uh, like fuzzy centipede that lives in people's hair and grooms it Yep Uh, Lemon has one Okay. Mal also um, has one. You don't have hair. I know, but he's cute, and we keep him around. He helps groom okay. subjects sometimes. Subjects. Okay. Yeah. Look, animals that were. Is this stylopede with you, or is it the one you're referring to? It's the one that I'm referring to. Okay. Stylopede. Okay. Stylopede. Um. So, just like, so far we haven't found any other entities on the ship, but access has been difficult. Uh, and probably by this point you're about up mm-hmm. to each other. Uh, so he switches off of comms and just speaks verbally. Um, just like, unfortunately we haven't gotten any communication return, uh, even with concentrated focus. So I'm afraid that anyone inside may be either incapacitated or dead I'll respond telepathically um, that is my fear as well however uh, my people are quite good at sensing living beings so uh, if you don't mind I'll take a walk through and see if there's any living members of the crew still alright let me ping Jenkins and get him back over here uh, he'll go with you. Of course. He, like, activates his comm unit, and it's like, Jenkins, come back over here. Need a guide. Uh, and so the, um, another soldier, um, comes around one of the corners and, and walks up. He's 
Uh, he doesn't have such a big sort of like pack on his back, but he has a heavier gun. Uh, and also uh, what looks like a um, sort of like a heavy duty uh, laser drill, not one that could effectively be used as a weapon like the mining drills, but uh, one that could be used for cutting through metal. Uh, and he comes over and he's just like, Hey, uh, what's going on? We got some more survivors. I found this little guy, and he holds up a stylopede. Oh, Jeffrey. Is this yours? Uh, he is, in fact. Well, he was a part of the crew, really. Tremendously helpful, uh, dealing with mange and other, you know, fur afflictions that you might run into while biologic. Not important here. Yeah, I'll take care of him for you. Uh, all right. And he, hand, he hands him over, and Jeffrey just kind of crawls up uh, your arm. As Jeffrey oh. crawls up Mal's arm, um, Ace heard something in that line, and he reiterates, looking at these two, and says, Did you say more survivors? Uh, yeah, that's a non-endemic life form. I wasn't sure about its level of intelligence. I see. Unfortunately, we haven't found anybody else yet. But uh, you said we had a guide, and uh, uh, Sergeant uh, Deskar, as he introduces himself, uh, will point out Mal. Um, and he's just like, he's an original occupant, or he's an original occupant of this ship. Uh, he has some sort of life sensing ability, so he's going to try and take a look for his crew. And then uh, Jenkins. All right, come on. I think I found a way that uh, that I might be able to get in with a little bit of drilling. And he waves you over, Mal. I'll follow him. All right. Uh, as we're going over there, I'm still just talking in his head. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Corporal Jenkins, uh, what exactly was it that uh, your crew was originally sent here for? We received reports of space pirate activity on the planet, so we came to investigate. However, when we tried to enter the planet, I assume you experienced the same effect we did. Our thrusters were blown, and our grav or, and our grav locks are completely non-functional. Most of the ship systems are still operational, and thankfully we didn't sustain any damage to the main core. But we're not able to take off again. But. Uh... That does sound quite troublesome. You mentioned space pirates. I haven't had any personal encounters with any of them. Count yourself lucky, then. All right, I will do that. I assume, by the way, this is out of game. I assume, by the way, he means the this the, the faction, official, faction, the faction, together. not the not yeah. me, not private. <laughs> not the yeah. Me. I think technically speaking, you would just be considered a pirate. Yeah. A pirate in space. Yes. That's right. You are a pirate in space. They are the space pirates. I want to be the space pirates. Come on. I want my faction to be the legit space pirate <laughs> Ace faction. Looks at you her, her space pirates are actually called the space pirates. That's right. Or ye space pirates. <laughs> um, can I do a, a quick sense motive check to make sure on he's Jenkins? Uh, yeah, on Jenkins. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Cool. Yeah. 
Oh god. Okay. Um let's see. What is a one put man? Um probably bad. Nineteen. Oh shit, that's actually not bad. Um <laughs> he doesn't seem to be lying to you, uh, at the very least. Um, but you don't get like a deep insight into him. That's cool. I just wanted to make sure they weren't like secretly setting up a base or ruining the ecosystem or something. Um, ha- I mean, so, they probably have like a drop base or something, but that's standard. So have they brought, so um, where they brought us, um, where exactly did they bring us? Uh, so right now you're just kind of near the freighter there. Uh, Sergeant Deskar um, seems to have the Omni Compact, uh, bleh, Omni Compact integrated into his armor. Um, and there's a small, uh, sort of land surveying vehicle, uh, that can seat four people and has like, a a basic scanner on it and things like that. Uh, it just seems like that's acting as their short away base. Okay. So, uh, Kelly West, so, um, is, is this it? As I look at the, uh, uh, little, like, uh, uh um, little go-kart or uh, scooter or whatever it is uh, or um, four-wheeler I guess or do you do, or are you all uh, stationed somewhere it's uh, very inhospitable uh, out around here it is uh, we've been forced to set up camp around our ship and in some nearby caves but uh, we weren't able to be uh, to pick and choose our landing zones so we had to pick somewhere open and flat We've run into some hostilities with the local uh, fauna, but uh, unfortunately, we can't really detect the exact nature of their oddity. Right. Did you say you get in fights with the plants? Did I say flora instead of fauna? No, no, fauna. Sorry, fauna. No, you didn't. Never mind. I got it screwed up. (laughs) Looper. I I almost said flora, and I was like, no, No, the wild. So the wildlife. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. What sort of wildlife? That was a fashion blooper. Well, those rock hopper things. Something, I don't know, mutated in them really rapidly. And they started becoming aggressive and attacked us. We were able to put down the small group that attacked us, but we've been pretty wary of the thing since. Have you explored much of this uh, area and uh, the uh, ships at this point? So, Or are you just beginning? Not this far out. We've been making smaller sweeps, securing the area around our ship. But when this freighter came down, we took notice of it and came to investigate, make sure there were survivors and maybe see if there were parts we could use to repair our ship. And and how long have you been here? Approximately two weeks. Uh, GFS standard cycles. Uh, Well, I... uh... I don't know if I can help in any way. I have a bit of a knack with mechanics. Maybe I can assist if you if there's any needed assistance. And then Karsk will probably want your help then when we get back to the ship. Kelly will also poke around the um, the transport and see what they've found. He'll, he'll, he'll try to do it with, like nonchalantly, uh, you know, not not being too obvious, but kind of like you know eyeball it or see if like he can move something or catch something out of the corner's eye just to identify it. Okay. 
I don't know what you'd li like me to roll, if anything. Um, re repeat what exactly you're looking for out of the corner of your so, eye? So, like, you said that they had certain equipment and stuff on the uh, transport that they have. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I'd li I'm, like, trying to figure out what they've salvaged. Oh, uh, not nothing yet. That's all part of the buggy. Okay, I got you. It, it's like a it's a land surveillance vehicle, so it it has like scanners and um, mm. like some basic survival equipment. Yeah, just, yeah, because I'm just looking to see what they've salvaged: computers, systems, equipment, things like that. Um, there's probably a few chunks of uh, uh, of things that have fallen like off of the ship, but not a whole lot. As most of that's just debris. Um, okay. Maybe maybe some uh, shield circuitry or something like that. All right, that's fine. So uh, b before we go back to Mal and and um, uh, Sergeant Descar uh, addresses Ama and she's like, "And you, what's your uh, are are you part of the crew of either are there of these two or did you crash separately as well?" I, I crashed separately. I'm a bit uh, over there, and I sort of motioned in the direction that uh, I came from. All right. Well, I know it probably doesn't make any of you happy to hear, but we're probably going to be scanning over all of your ships to see if we can get the tier repaired. And we'll be able to get you off world if we're able to do that. That would be great. Any of you still have functioning shields on your way down? Uh, I believe my ship does, right? I think mine did too. I don't think shields died on my. Yeah, none, none of your shields took any severe damage other than being knocked out. Um, my ship's shield should be quite functional, and it is, of course, a uh, regulation Federation uh, class starship, so it should be able to be retrofitted into any of the vessels that you'd be uh, have available. All right, that's actually really good. Uh and you mentioned uh, he looks he looks back at Ama and he's like you said yours were functioning still? As far as I know, they seem they seem to be. All right. We think that our shields weren't strong enough coming down and we've got relatively strong ones. So we're trying to retrofit as many as we can back onto it. And it looks like this one's pretty rough. He looks back at the uh, at the science ship. And in all honesty, its shielding isn't exactly high grade. So once we scan and see if there's any survivors, uh, we're probably just going to be trying to see if there's any smaller uh, stabilizer thrusters on this thing that could function for the tier. With that... Um, we can jump back to uh, Mal, unless Ace wants to jump in. No, and say I've just anything. been observing. I'm waiting until I feel like okay. uh, this would be a good place to 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 leave these guys and go back to the prior task that I was assigned to do here. Okay, uh, Mal. Um... Corporal Jenkins uh, takes you over to um, a thinner section of the hull in the ship where it's already kind of wrenched apart. Um, he's just like, 
All right, I've got a, I've got a cutting laser here. I'm gonna cut away here. Any motions and indicates where he's gonna cut. Uh, do you think, if you're familiar with the layout of the ship, do you think we'll be able to access the rest of it from here? Yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't be too much of a problem from this point. All right, and after about a minute and a half of cutting, uh, the uh, destroyed piece of hull peels away. Um, he pops through a couple of pipes uh, that held wiring, and he's like, all right, we're in. And he's just like, Duskar, we're going inside. And uh, you the see the other The entire time he's group. cutting, I'm just making, like, small talk in his mind, like, so you got a, got a family, wife and kids or anything? Anyway, uh, how is your sex life? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just, like, making pleasantries. Yeah. He, he speaks back with you. It may be stopping here or there to, to respond. Uh, he's like, you know, you talk a lot like AI Aurora units do. Uh, I can't say I'm familiar with those. Uh, they're ship computers for uh, war-class ships. Huh. And they gave them all my voice? Or do you just mean they speak to uh, that? He taps the side of his helmet. <laughs> huh. Well, that's interesting. Well, maybe I'll check them out someday. Though I'm not too good with uh, AIs. I deal more with the, you know, uh, the life sciences rather than the physical sciences. I do have a little bit of a proficiency with both though he thinks for a second and he's just like you know i think they're part biological anyway so that might work out for you we'll probably be handing to heading to uh to a war class ship uh once we get off world to resupply and maybe get y'all wherever y'all need to go uh after the fact there's not a lot of bases out this way and I'm going to guess as long as we've been transmitting that our signal's not getting off world. Well, I'd love to uh, accompany you all and learn a little bit more about this AI, if that's all right with you. I mean, that'll be up to the commanders and all that, but if you're interested and you show promise... Yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't let you take a look. Great. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, uh, let's scan this ship, shall we? Yeah, and so it'll take you probably about 20 minutes, given the odd angle and need to climb about the ship. Um, but yeah, there are no survivors. Your crew is dead. <sighs> Half of them... Half of them you suspect are in the completely dis or slash are slash were in the uh, in the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just uh, walk through and try and find anyone, and every now and then uh, make out comments like, oh, "Man, this was uh, this was Jarser's spider sack bag." Uh -huh. Torn to shreds. What a shame, eh, Jeffrey? Yeah. <laughs> just 
dreads, you say. Shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I have a wild wise, uh, I can communicate with Jeffrey and he can answer back in very basic, like, one word answers. Fuck. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Shame. <Sure. laughs> I could play Jeffrey if you if you need. Just let me know. <laughs> yeah, frog. Yeah. Frog. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, when you go around, I mean, I guess can I? T is there any reason why I can't tag along? I mean, uh, if you ask uh, Deskar, he'd say I don't see why not. Right, I just go along. Check out the ship. See if there's anything that might be worth returning for later. And unless you're interested in. Uh like um what is it like uh turning non uh turning like arid lands into like farmable lands well, see is there money in that not a lot <laughs> not not for the people that do not, it just from the people that profit from it. yeah, yeah not true. for uh <laughs> the people designing it halfway through either so basically, it was a walkthrough. I don't see anything worth stealing or pirating, and I mean that's I mean, all cool. In, in terms of like, ooh, this thing for its size, weight, and difficulty to remove, probably not. Okay. <laughs> like, there's probably some very large like science lab stuff that, yeah. Like, if you had like a a, a ship that could haul it, like like a salvage rig. I don't have a ship at all right now, so I mean, there's like a two-ton centrifuge, but that's staying put. Yeah. That'll yeah. put me over. It's so strong mind. it can separate atoms. <laughs> look, we try not to set it to that level. <laughs> look, liquid neutrinos. <laughs> not since the inception. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I gather up a couple of uh, basic supplies that technically I already bought, but yeah. uh, hammocks, uh, canteens. The other 30 bulk worth of shit? Yeah. I just, uh, well, seems like the crew's in even worse shape than the ship, though. I, uh, I kind of knock on my chest plate and go, at least one of us is still running, eh? Hella! Sorry. Black human. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's it's right. There's two. Actually, there's three of us. Cause I've got, uh, I've got my little prude here too. Wow. Yeah. What? I got my prude. My little slime. Little man. slime. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. You have pets. I do. Yeah. Wow. I forget what uh, I named my prude. I, I wrote it down. Cause I, I like writing notes. Uh, Elohim, looks like. Elohim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, pretending to be a hat right now and just riding on my head. Oh my god. And I think Jeffrey's, like, running around on the little brim of it, looking for any actual fur to munch on. Does his name mean home of god? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He's a level one slime, <laughs> obviously. Okay. By level four, right. he'll be eater yeah. of worlds. After, uh... 
After taking our time going through the ship, I... Well, anything else, I guess, is, uh... <clears throat> if you can take it, you can have it. I'm just looking to get off this world. Uh, that doesn't seem much anyways. At least that's liftable. Well, let's get back in the sunlight, because it is hard to see in here. That is, uh, yeah, that is very true, actually, because I do not have dark... I don't. Yeah, but he treats dim light as darkness. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's it's even worse for me, I'm bouncing into things. Yeah, when he says it's dark, it's literally dark for him. Yeah, (laughs) oh. I'd say that, uh... We've got, like, flashlights and advisors, so... Yeah, yeah and also um, Jenkins has like a high powered uh, lamp attached to his armor. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you could have turned that on a little earlier there, Jenkins. <laughs> I <No>. did. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did not notice? Uh, I was focusing on other things. <laughs> like all of your friends. Like all like of my all friends. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, it's something that happens in life. Their body will become, you know, nutrients, hopefully, for some of the, the flora and fauna out here. It's a little bit of terraforming of their own, I guess. That's a happy thought. Yeah. And I think the ones that aren't, like, pinned under two tons of machinery, um, <laughs> Jenkins will try to help you remove from the ship. Like... He's not going to try and bury them. He just kind of leaves them out in the sunset. Yeah. Uh, Something will come along and find use for them. But... Yeah, I don't feel like that's a super alien concept to the to the Galactic Federation. Like, most of their corpses just end up out in space, but, like, if they die out somewhere, you know, I don't. I think they probably usually incinerate, but other than that, I don't think it's weird to them that you're going to leave the bodies for plants and animals. For nature to reclaim. Yeah. I guess that is that is a fair thing. I'll do my weeping later. We've got more important things to do than my personal feelings. Well, I mean, your feelings are important. Mm, Feel free not to as cry. Important and... as uh, you know, surviving the elements. Though. Well, I mean, you can why 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 not grieve and you can function and try to grieve at the same time. <laughs> It's a weird conversation. It doesn't work. When I get emotional, it's it's all or nothing, you know. So Uh-oh. I'm just gonna hold it in, release it in a safe distance. Maybe back when I get to the sun again. That'll be a nice place. Wait, release? You sound like you're going to cause an earthquake or a, a windstorm. What? I don't know. You said you're you're releasing your grief, and it's like if it feels like you, the way it made it sound, it almost sounds like it's dangerous to be around you. Well, uh, I mean, I am sorry about you, your loss to your crew. Yeah, you hear some people wailing and uh, take that, but then echo it inside of your skull for you know an extra couple hundred decibels, and it can hurt some people. Uh, it's important to be careful. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. But it'll be okay. I put my hand on her shoulder, like, reassuringly. It'll oh, be okay. Oh, I think I should be the one telling you that, but, uh, okay. 
My crew is not here. Oh, see? So we'll get you back to them. Hmm. Hopefully that would be in, nice. in one piece, even. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, my brain, I'm going, damn it, everything I came here for, that whole plan is out the window. Now it's just a matter of getting off this fucking rock. Since I'm talking to you in your brain, do I hear that? Oh. Only uh, if you want to. Like, want to. telepathy is... To, I'm like, not, not him, speaking you. to you. I'm yeah. not speaking to you in my brain. I'm just, it's just a thought. Telepathy is not mind reading. It has to be purposeful. Fair enough. <clears throat> yeah. I've had that question come up before. I could tell because you were so ready to give that <laughs> answer. That's true. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. Um, you return, uh, decide what to do with the bodies. Uh, Jenkins and Deskar uh, talk a bit. Uh, he gives an assessment of potential parts. Um, Obviously, he doesn't think that the primary thrusters of this ship are, I mean, given that they're probably the size of the tier, they're not appropriate for it. But he thinks that some of the supplementary uh, thrusters might be able to work. So Jenkins takes that information, or I mean, uh, Deskar takes that information. And uh, the Deskar looks around and he's just like, all right, it's going to be a tight fit, but I think we should all pile into the buggy here. Um and get back to the tier before it starts getting dark. Okay. Sounds good. Very reasonable. Um, if we're all hitching a ride on this, in my mind, I envision a warthog for some reason. Uh, it's uh, agreed. A, think, agreed. Think of the warthog, but instead of the big gun in the back, uh, it's, oh, got so like it's like a like satellite. A puma. And... And it's also shorter. Oh, what? Like, think, think the Warthog mixed with the actual Moon Rover. Okay, I don't think anyone would have gotten my <laughs> It was a shot in the dark. It's like a, it's like a mini Warthog. It's a piglet. <laughs> it's a piglet. <laughs> it's a piglet. Uh, while we're riding this piglet, God, that sounds wrong. Uh, I want to <laughs> 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 uh, no. talk to Sergeant Desk. <laughs> you know... My mind didn't even go there till you You're said welcome. it. You're so. welcome. You can thank Jeffrey. He was the one who mentioned it. Oh, I see. Uh, but yeah, I want to talk to Sergeant Deskar. All right. Uh, so I um, move my way. I was about to say weasel my way over, but I'm not Keith, so I can't make that kind of joke. Um, I force my way over to Deskar and sit down if I can and say, Sergeant Deskar, I have a question for you. Uh, yes, uh, what was your name again? I am AR4C3. I see the blank look in his face. You can call me Ace. Uh, he would probably actually be perfectly fine addressing you as oh, AR4CE. Perfect. So, uh... Alright, what is it, AR4CE? You said that you have been on this planet for two weeks. Correct. Yes. Were there any, any archaeological sites that you have discovered in those two weeks? Uh, there were some old ruins, uh, but we couldn't gain access to them, yeah. And there were more on the scanners before we hit bottom. I see. And uh, <clears throat> I pull out the uh, Aluminath 
Is it Illumineth encryption device? Illuminoth Illuminoth. encryption device? Uh, which I'm sure has, like, symbols and representations of things. And I kind of, like, uh, show it to him and say, At these ruins, did you see these sorts of symbols? Uh, there was a low power system sort of caging door that had these sort of like dotted lines and he points at some of them uh but they were three-dimensional not two-dimensional i see and like at that moment he like flinches and he's just like damn that noise again and uh you see some lights flashing on his uh on his uh omnicom pack uh and he's he's like turning it down sorry about that it's uh uh, there's some sort of noise that comes through every now and again. The pack picks it up. Um, but you also notice that right now your encryption device is glowing. Uh, it hasn't done that before. This is strange. It has not done this before. Uh, can I do... What is that, anyway? Yeah, what is that? Uh, can I do, like, uh, a computer's check or something? Look through this device, see if everything's still in working order? Or... Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. That will be a 22. Yes. 22. So, yeah, you, you go to, like, plug in, uh, like, a data pack or, uh, or data pad or your visor into it. And you immediately start getting a readout uh, that says, Detected. Darkling invasion imminent. Please move to a safe location. Repeat. Ing warrior activity detected. Possession detected. Darkling invasion imminent. Please move to a safe location. And it just repeats. Do I know what an ing warrior is? Based off of my profession. Um, you can make me a life science uh, Could check. I also make... A profession, just in case. Oh yeah, uh, your profession. Yeah, yeah, you can make. It. Wait, can we all hear this? Uh, no. Uh, he's getting oh, okay. it as a readout. It's not even audible. Oh, oh, oh! It's a readout. Okay, sorry. Twenty-seven. <laughs> uh, twenty-seven. Uh, you are not familiar with whatever the ing are. But have I heard of the darkling? Uh, or any any uh, reference to a darkling invasion in any of my uh, previous reports or studies? Nope. This is something new. Uh, you are aware that um, whatever this emission is and likely whatever noise that um, is being picked up on the Omnicom uh, is a transmission of some kind in Luminoth encoding. Okay. Uh, I look at Sergeant... Uh, what's Descar. 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 That's in a car. Cool. Uh, (laughs) He is in a car, and you can probably put things on it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, But I look at Sergeant Descar and say, This is a matter of great importance. Would you be able to analyze your comm unit in order to get the signal that has just reached you? I can try. And he will attempt a computer's check. Uh, that is... That is a 20, so that will succeed. Um, he will uh, 
mess with his omni omnicom uh and like uh like he'll take the thing from you uh and he's just like uh, now it's being translated king warrior possession darkling invasion uh i don't know but that doesn't sound good we need to get back to base now and he's like corporal jenkin faster and and as fast as the little pig uh, Don, I expect that to be in the um, in the show the entire time we've Final been cut. on this piglet, by the way. Just yeah. play it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... <clears throat> oh, shit. Can I do a quick perception uh, check as we're driving? Try and see. Yes. Huzzah! Huzzah! Um, perception 19, 24. Okay. So it's hard to hear over the, over over the, the of the piglet, um, over the squealing of the piglet. But, um, uh, but you do hear a punctuated burst of what sound like enter, uh, some sort of energy weapon being discharged. Um, uh, a quick surveillance of the two soldiers you are with, and they are equipped with energy weapon. And it seems to be coming from roughly the direction you're headed. Wait, wait, the dangers, we're going towards the danger? So it seems. Uh, uh, so as to not be bothered by the noise, I'll mentally say to Jenkins and Duskar, I think there might be a bit of a kerfuffle at your base uh, I know you guys are going as fast as you can but uh, just be prepared for the worst when we get there eh? weapons hot I think you say uh, Deskar just looks back and nods just like you got weapons ready them up and he pulls out and charges up his rifle and Jenkins like just his is like in a in a thing like right alongside the the door and he just like switches it on and you see it glowing and you continue to rev up as you approach nice uh as you approach and get closer there are the sounds of gunfire but they are pittering out and becoming less common by the time you arrive there are several bodies laying against crates boxes, the ship. Oh, but no enemies to be found. A few strange, almost twisted-looking rockhoppers. I forgot what I originally called them. I'm calling them rockhoppers now. I think that's what you called them. Okay. A few strange, twisted rockhoppers that have obviously been blasted very heavily with energy weapons lay scattered around the ground something odd seeping out of them and unnerving. Jenkins curses, grabs his gun, and gets out of the piglet. Deskar uh, points uh, towards the ship and assumes a uh, assumes a point position. Just like, you follow up behind. Come on, let's go. Affirmative. What the heck am I good for? How far uh, are we from these things? Uh, from the actual things, probably only about 30 or 40 feet. Oh, God. 
They're like dead. Oh, they're dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're dead. Uh, Kelly will follow at a distance and try to be stealthy. To stay out of okay. danger. We're probably going to be in kind of the middle of everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to swap out my sniper for my decimator costa lance. Okay. And uh, just a rifle, basically. And uh, yeah. yeah. Kelly Kelly got a 34. Okay. okay. Uh, I'll uh, hand a, a small little um, like injection vial to Kelly. Say, uh, uh, here, you might want to take this. Could give you a small bit of protection. Kelly's like, assume this is before. We can assume that's before you snuck off. Okay. Yeah. No, Kelly's like, oh, oh dear. Oh, oh, oh. This doesn't look good. And, uh, yeah, he's just kind of like, kind of hanging out in the back. Uh, he'll take it. Uh, give you a few places you could be hiding. There's, uh, a nearby cave, a few rock structures you could hide behind. Um, the large, um, sort of supply and computer crates. Um, and the ship itself you could be heading toward. Uh, you know what? Um, cave. Okay. All right. And you got a 34? Four. 34. Okay. All right. So I would like everybody to give me perceptions. Perception. Right, I swapped off oh. the microphones. That was Could've terrible. Could have been better. Ooh. I don't see shit. Uh, Technically could have been better, but not by much. I only rolled a 13. Okay. So Kelly got a 23. 26, you said? 36. 29. Oh, okay, so... 29. Peasants uh, what 20. did you get, DJ? Uh, Kelly got a 23. 23, okay. So... Uh, I will start at the bottom and work my way up. Um... Oddly enough, the bottom one is going to see something that the others don't, uh, and that's really? just because, uh, and that's just because, uh, focus on other things. Uh, so, uh, Ama, uh, you notice um, one of the bodies you pass. It's it's bashed up against one of the larger crates. Um, there are several impaling wounds that have punctured through the armor, um, uh. and the uh, and there's. Like, it's fresh. Um, this this person, if it weren't for one of these wounds going through their heart, would probably still be alive, but if dying. Um, that's horrifying, but, and that's why I don't see shit. Yeah, so you're probably taken in by this, Yep. by the horror of this, this person oh, that's been mauled. Like, totally. I'm uh, practically not, frozen. Yeah, not, but maybe five or six feet from them lies one of the bodies of the mutated rock hoppers. Um, it's just laying there, seeping some sort of black ichor. Uh, and and it, it's just very overwhelming, I suppose, with that roll. Um, the 23 um, will not get the body part um, but we'll notice uh, as different dead uh, 
one of these uh, rock hoppers quite near the cave that you're hiding in. Um, and you notice that half of it's sitting in the like in the sunlight and half of it's like in the shade. And you notice that there is a lot more of this ichor in the shade than there is in the light. It's almost evaporating with incredible speed. It's not particularly hot um, in terms of like the difference between the two spots. Um, but you do notice that definitely like up near the line of where the light changes to shade, uh, there's a lot more of this ichor pooled up. Okay. The 29 uh, notices several dead bodies. Uh, but uh, going over those uh, notices a uh, a temporary restriction door placed in a nearby cave opening. Uh, it is closed um, and secured with a maglock. Um, it's possible that there might be survivors behind that door. Um, and with the 36, um, as uh, as Jenkins and Deskar sweep the area looking for more hostiles and any survivors, they move up into the ship and you look back out towards the field and you see what looks like an ordinary rock hopper. Um, just sort of, you know, straddling along, grazing, looking for any little bit of vegetation. And it steps into the shade cast by a rock pillar and some inky black smoke rides up around it. It begins to spasm. And in a spot where its head used to be, a few deep crimson orbs begin to float. And we'll come back next time on Metroid Ball Z. Oh, I wow. think we got some trouble, boys. Jeffrey says, fuck, that's not right. Hey, Fuck. Jeffrey. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Look at that. That's God. neat. I wonder what makes <laughs> no. him do that. Death. <laughs> oh, God. everyone episode two of hexgrid heroes presents first echo a metroid inspired starfinder adventure uh this one was a lot of fun there was a lot of fun moments in this uh i'm not sitting in on most of these sessions actually because uh, i have to listen to them to edit and rather than be a disturbance i excuse myself from the session so um stay tuned next week to see what happens next and uh, in the meantime, I would like to direct you all to another Starfinder podcast I've been doing lately called Horizons Unknown. It is uh, an actual play adventure of the Horizons of the Vast adventure path. It's called Horizons Unknown on Twitch every other Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, in the following week, that Twitch stream is then uh, has the audio pulled and then put into podcast form so those of you who 
uh, like me, don't want to look at my face for two hours in a row, uh, can get it from wherever you get podcasts. Uh, if any of you wouldn't mind getting onto Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podchaser to leave us some reviews for both that and this podcast, it would be very much appreciated. And if uh, I can read your name and read your review, I would be happy to read them on a future episode. So thanks, everyone, and I will see you all next time. Oops, there is actually one more thing. Uh Music credits. This week, most of the uh, ambient background was by our tried and true Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. The original music can be found from Cinemax at the very end there. And uh, I got some sound effects for that chugging piglet that they called vehicle um, from zapsplat.com. So thanks. Have a great day.